It's oh, a... We're not actually going. Alright, we're going. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to Real Talk. My name's Steven. And my name's Danielle. We're going to be your hosts for Real Talk. If you've listened to our intro, pilot, whatever it's called, you know that already. And every week we're going to have all of the youth leaders for Real Life Student Church with us. Maybe some other guests along the way. But today we have... I'm Ruby. And I am Danny. Danny is the youth pastor. He didn't say that, but he is. Yeah, and our other youth leader, Ana Akafaro, is not here today. He's feeling a little bit ill. But shout out to him. Yeah. yeah shout out to Ana. Ana's a real one. A real one? I was actually <laughs> about to say that. Uh, you know who's not a real one? The, the devil. devil. Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, today we're going to be going over Danny's, I guess we call it a devotional. Yeah. From Monday, it's over on our Instagram, reallife.se. If you have not listened to it, I urge you to listen to it. It's a little over a minute, so a quick listen, but it'll give you a lot of background exposition into what we're talking about today. So does anyone want to start us off, or do you want me to? Go for it. All right, so the first real point that I pulled out of Danny's sermon was that society tends to tell us that the responsibility is in our hands to fix all our problems, and to get through things, but it's not in our hands, it's in God's. Mm. Um, society a lot of times also tells us that hard work will get us through anything, kind of that like, pull yourself up by your bootstraps motif, and I don't think that's one, biblical, and two, how God wants us to live. Yeah. Anyone else want to comment on that a little bit? Yeah, um, I think not only, you know, having that line of thinking, not only do you take away the power from God to be able to be your strength to carry you through, but also eliminates the element of community. Mm -hmm. um, because God not only designed us to lean on him, but also to lean on each other. Yeah. You know, um, that whenever we're going through a hard time or whatever, we have friends and, you know, a community of believers around us that will help us get through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's also just a lot of stress is you being alone, trying to do things on your yeah. own without friends. And people around you. And you tend to blame yourself a lot, too, I think. Because you blame yourself for, like, having not already, like, pushed through the situation. Like, you can compare, like, well, this person went through this, too, and they got through it in a week. Why am I still six months into it struggling with it? Yeah, I think I tend to, like, internalize a lot of situations I'm in instead of uh, bringing them to God. And it, it does, it puts a lot of pressure on myself to get through them. When, when really I should be relying on God mm -hmm. first instead of, you know, relying on myself. Yeah. And I think, too, there's a lot of people that kind of think that God is this... I mean, he is. He's this, like, otherworldly being, but he also, like, wants to connect with us and wants to help with us. And he sent Jesus to, like, actually walk the earth and to have to deal with all the things we are dealing with. Maybe not, like, obviously things like social media, but he dealt right. with things like temptation and... Yeah. And he, like overcame them all for us so like god knows our experience and i feel like a lot of times i kind of almost disconnect my problems from god i'm like oh god this is just something i have to handle like i just need to handle it i need to get over it i know you don't want me to be dealing with it so i'm just gonna get over it myself mm -hmm. and that's not at all what god like wants out of us i think yeah and i think like we tend to focus on you know like three years of Jesus's life and we forget that like he was a carpenter for a good 15 years of his life mm -hmm. so he, he was waking up every day going to work and I mean he he 
he felt the same things we do. So a lot of times when we're going through things, we're like, we don't make that connection that, hey, God went through this exactly the same way we did, and he's willing to help us through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's just making that connection that, you know, Jesus was literally sent to be on our same level. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and just because he, uh, he overcame the world doesn't mean he didn't struggle his way through it. Mm. Mm, that's good. And I think even, like, in looking, I know you said we always look at Jesus' last three years, but um, looking at, like, Jesus' last couple months, he, I don't want to say he doubted God, but he questioned God a lot. Like, is this something I have to do? And I feel like a lot of times we question God, like, God, why are we dealing with the coronavirus? Why are we dealing with death? Why are we dealing with all this, like, other stuff? And it, I know it's just, it's kind of, I don't want to say it's fun. But it's kind of fun to me to see, like, Jesus was also like, hey, God, like, why? Like, this yeah. could easily... <laughs> I think, I think you know, in Jesus' mind, you know, obviously, he didn't exactly know what was going to happen. All he knew is that, like, he would have to die on the cross. And I think it's the same for us a lot of times. We don't know exactly what's on the other side of a situation. We don't know, like, what our situation, by struggling in it, is going to bring, you know, out of us or bring out of the situation. And so, you know, just like Jesus was, like, Hey God, like I really got to do this. Like, can't you just do this anyway? Snap your fingers and, and, and like, it fixed. Yeah. And the answer is like, yes, he can do that. He can like magically make it go all the way, but but then there, you know, there wouldn't be a point to it. You know, there's a point. and there's this greater picture that like we will never fully understand. Yeah, there's a point to every suffering to either like like build character, I guess, or build character. <laughs> I mean, like, I get by, it, yeah. Like, by coming through it, like, you can help someone else who's going through it, or... I mean, Jesus can really say, like, he did it all. Like, yeah. he did it all, didn't fall into any of the temptation, and then still had to die. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, not in Jesus' case, but sometimes in our case, things happen to us that, like, God didn't, like, make happen, that mm-hmm. things Job, happen literally. that God uses for something good. And, mm-hmm. I, like, a lot of times people think about God as, like, he is the, like, all-powerful being, but he also gave us, like, free will, and so, like, when things happen to us, it's not that, like, he's making them happen, but he he still uses them, and he still mm-hmm. lets us grow in them, lets us, you know, you get something good out of them. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's, that's what our testimony is, mm-hmm. just our story, what we go through, our hardships, like, you know, maybe not going to college or not having your life planned out having it go the way you want it to, but maybe there's kids around you or, you know, people that you see that they wish they had a better life, but they can't do it, and it's very hard for them to rely on God in that moment. Mm-hmm. It's like, how am I going to figure this out? It's like, yes, I believe in God, but it's also in our human nature to just try to take it into our own hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And try to understand most times, I think. I think that's one of the hardest things for me is just trying to I need like answers and I need things very carefully planned out and I need to know why the things are the way they are so when something happens to me I'm like okay God I know I know for a fact you're gonna use this you're gonna make it something better but I need you to tell me what that something better is right now even if it's five years in advance I need to have it down in my journal my planner and I need to be planned for it so that I can get prepared for it and God's just like, no. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> so that's not how it works. I'm going to prepare you when it's time, and I'm going to let you know when it's time for exactly. you to be prepared. Exactly. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, I mean, I, I mean, I yeah, I, I don't know what. What more did you, you know? Said? Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I've I've been there lots and lots of times uh, myself, even just over the last few years. Like I, I went to college, I was studying to be a teacher. I'm obviously not that. Um, and do you know? Is it that God, any point along the way, brought me somewhere I wasn't supposed to be, or told me to go somewhere that wasn't really where I needed to be at that time? No, absolutely not. You know, but if God had told me five years ago when I was graduating high school that I would be the, the youth leader here and that I'd be going through ISOM and not, you know, like a normal four year college. Shameless plug. And I, yeah, shameless plug. <laughs> um, Global University is also great, just not for me. Okay, besides the point. <laughs> Two shameless plugs. Yeah, so if you, if you told me five years ago that my life would look like it is now, I would probably sit there and try to argue about it but like I'm like being on the other side I'm so happy for all the things that I went through the good times and the bad times because they made me who I am um and so yeah I think I think God doesn't always like to tell you where you're going to be because he likes to bring you somewhere beyond what you would imagine or what you would think would be where your life would end up Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and the only way to get there is to just give the responsibility to God and be like okay I'm gonna trust you like you're going to get me where you want me to be, and I'm just mm-hmm. along for the ride, in a sense. Yeah, and not just relying on his strength, but relying on his vision. And timing. Yeah, that his his perception is a lot bigger than yours. How weightless it can feel, though. I think a lot of times when I completely give a situation over to God and just stop worrying about it really, like actually stop worrying about it, it's just this feeling of like, wow, so I'm just not stressed anymore. This is what not being stressed feels like. <laughs> that brief period of time. Yeah, just the next a thing small comes. window. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think for me it's a balance between, you know, giving it to God versus, like, just absolving myself of responsibility, though. Like, in the same way mm-hmm. that, that, like, I can give a situation to God sometimes that's going to mean that like God's going to require me to do something mm-hmm. for me to get through it like say like I'm in an argument with someone and I'm like okay God like I'm getting nowhere with this person we're just fighting I'm going to give the situation to you he then might come back to me and be like okay now you need to apologize because you're in the wrong I'm, and I'm going to be like oh wait a second <laughs> I thought sick. you were handling this God like, <laughs> like now you want now you want me to do something but I think like like what you said is true though because when you, when you give it over to God it is very weightless and then but it's not that he just like plucks like plucks you out of it. It's that he gives you like the way through. Mm-hmm. And you know that his way's right. Like that minute you hear from God, yeah. and God's like, "This is what I need to do." You're like, "Oof, this is gonna work." You're Let's like, get you're it. like, I mean, <laughs> you're completely right. Yeah, God, you're like, like I should have done that days ago, but okay. Yeah. It's like when your parents say, "Hey, you know that friend that you should you shouldn't be hanging around with? They're gonna get you in trouble." And, and then, then you get, get in, trouble. in trouble. You're like, mm, I told you so. You're like, you're right, but I didn't listen the first time I had to learn. And God's like the ultimate parent. Like, he sees it literally all. <laughs> He's going to check you on it real quick. Sometimes yeah. I really recognize that God sees everything and it stresses me out. He sees everything <laughs> and he's seen it for hundreds of generations. Sick. Sorry, that was loud. And we still... <laughs> Sorry, headphones users. <laughs> and yet, humanity just does not learn. Ever. Keep making the same the same mistakes mm. it's it's hilarious sometimes actually going back and reading parts of the bible that like seems like when you're reading it and you see a character's making a dumb choice like, like it's so stupid. obviously a dumb choice <laughs> and then the, and then god's like hey 
you know, you did the exact same thing. Where? <laughs> Yesterday. Like, oh, dang, you're right. It's like, wait, me? No. No, I would you never, got the wrong one. I would never yeah. not trust you, God. I know how good you are. There's no way. Right. <laughs> Here we are. Everyone got attacked. Everyone, yeah. Yeah. Everyone just shut down. Everyone's like, deep, man. No matter, no matter how long you've been a Christian, man, it's still the struggle. You still get wrecked every day. Um... I'll yeah. be listening to a song and God will be like, yeah, you need this right now. You need this very specific line. Like, God, I've heard the song a hundred times. He's like, yeah, but you still don't get it. So. <laughs> I'm like, Ooh. Yeah, I told you a hundred times. So <laughs> yeah, you still listening. don't get it. If you, guys, so. you guys do the same thing with scripture. Will you read a passage of scripture that you've read before that you're very familiar with, like, the <laughs> Bible story of it, mm-hmm. but then, like, one or two key, key words <laughs> completely change your whole perception of it. Like, oh. <laughs> Oh, that yeah. gives a whole nother level. Like of you read through it. a story and you're like, I know this story, but then you like read like the in between the lines of like the descriptions of the scenes. Look like up the, the Greek translation people, or something, and like you get all of that, and you're like, I am that person. <laughs> <laughs> I have wronged you again. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like the moment it all clicks though is. is really- or sometimes I'll be driving and like I think a lot when I drive, mm-hmm. and I'll just have like this very profound like life-altering thought on the middle of the highway and i'll be like no that's not real and god's like that's very real and i'm like we're in the bible and god's like will you stop look it up and i look it up and i'm like no i've been doing this wrong forever and god god don't play games it's one thing i can tell you about god he does not play games no games played not a one he no. lets us play the game, even though he knows the end result. <laughs> some He's like, mm, some of y'all you played yourself. <laughs> some of y'all need to hear that. <laughs> You're playing games. You play Don't play yourself. games with the Lord, though. Mm-hmm. He's better at them than you. Facts. My computer just died. Yeah, there you are. Don't play games with God, because he'll beat you. That's what we beat you. Yeah. Oof. God made anyway. the game. Yeah, we've gone too far. Yeah, I think you have straight some notes away. or something. <laughs> <laughs> we are really straight away from my notes. I'm trying to get us back on track. Um, so yeah, the Bible says that we need to rely on God. We've crossed that. Mm-hmm. There's some verses. We'll put them in the description. Or should we read them? We should read we through should at least like them. one or two. All right, all right, all right. So Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. I shouldn't cover my face with my Bible. Um, it says, trust in the Lord and rely confidently in the Lord with all your heart. And do not rely on your own understanding or insight. In all your ways, know and acknowledge and recognize him, and he will make your path straight and smooth, removing obstacles that block your ways. There I'm reading is. from the Amplified Friends. That's, 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 that's why I wasn't going to read them, because we really just like discussed it all. Yeah, that's... Uh, my, my favorite part of that verse is verse 6, though, just to give us some talking points. No, verse 7. You didn't read verse 7. No, verse 6. <laughs> verse 6. Um, it says, in all your ways, know and acknowledge and recognize him. Mm. So you have to know the Lord, mm-hmm. acknowledge who he is and what he can do, mm-hmm. and recognize that he wants to do those things for you. Mm. And I struggle a lot with the third one. Mm. I don't like to recognize that God is really working for me. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of times I am much more capable than other people. So I'm like, God, you're not even worried about me because other people need you more than I do. And that's 
sick, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. <laughs> that was set <laughs> not off. That was a very dangerous place to be. <laughs> Literally. I'm like, yeah. God. And not even that I don't want him to help me. I'm like, you should spend your time helping other people. But then I'm like, here's the thing. You can do it all. Mm-hmm. And with excellence. Easily. But I try to put God in this, like, box. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, you only have this much bandwidth. Mm-hmm. And God's like, I have an unlimited yeah. bandwidth. Putting God in a smaller box and you put Santa in, like... Sa- oh, uh, I don't believe geez. in Santa. No, but I mean, like... <laughs> that's why the faith of a child. You believe Santa can go to every house one night. You know, God can help everyone. Yeah, God, you think God can't help you with your depression or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or even, like, I think some problems are too small for him to help me too with. Too trivial, yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. Like, if I get a flat tire, I'm like, ugh, God, I need your help. And I'm like, no, I can really just feel my tire. But God's like, no, I would like to give you peace. You're not peaceful. Let me give you peace about this. And I'm like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. I do need that. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember if this was Pastor or if I heard this at one of my eyes. Pastor classes. Bosworth, our pastor, shout out to him. Yeah, Pastor Peter Bosworth, the goat. Um, yeah, his, his full name, his full government name. <laughs> well, he has a middle name. I don't remember what it is. Okay, besides one, <laughs> I forget where I, where exactly I heard the story at. But this guy, um, no, it was from Pastor. This guy, he was a college student at Ball State, and he started dating this girl that was a Christian. Right, and so he had the hots for her, and she went to church. So he started. So he started. So this dude started going. Started going to church just to you know get closer to her, or whatever. So he's still trying to figure out this whole God thing. He's in downtown Indianapolis. Locks his keys into his car. Has just like a little narrow slit in his window where he had like a clothes hanger and is trying to like pick up the keys on the inside. His dude is struggling for like 45 minutes trying to get it. And so he finally gets to the point, he's like, okay, God, if you're real, help me get my keys. And immediately he picks up his keys. But then he's, the doubt creeps in. He's like, okay, that was neat. But you know, that, that could have just been a coincidence. As soon as he thinks that, he drops the keys back down. Sick. <laughs> struggles <laughs> struggles for another 45 minutes. <laughs> wow. Don't play games said, with God. And then he finally said, okay, God, you know what? If... Can, can you help me out here? Can you help me get my keys? And immediately the next time he tries, he picks up his keys. So mm-hmm. forget where I was going with that story. But I mean, it was a fun nothing, story. Nothing yeah. too trivial yeah. for God. I mean, yeah. Nothing yeah, that's too what trivial, it was. yeah. I mean, I can, I can recall times in my life where, like, something's happened. Like, I dropped my phone and cracked my screen, and my bank account's at, like, $17, and I'm like, my parents are going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, all of a sudden, like, my neighbor offers me a job to do some landscaping for, like, this is how much money I need. And I'm like... Oh, okay. That's just like a coincidence, but it's like you know, like maybe God actually did that. Like, is it so crazy to believe that this God that we say can do all these things did some of these things? Yeah, it's, it's weird I, the like mental gymnastics we can go through. Mental gymnastics. I could tell. I could tell a few more stories of things like that that have happened where I like I'm at college and I run out of money. I got thirty bucks left in my bank account. The Lord's like, hey, you should give that to missions. Like no, I feel like I need Robin. I have like, like six. I, have like I am basically a mission left. at this point. <laughs> I have like six weeks. Food, myself right. food. Right. I have six weeks left of school. I don't have a job here in Missouri where I was going to school at the time. I need this money. He's like, nah, you should give it to missions and just let me worry about the rest. I'm like, okay, God, sure. Give it to missions, and then he says, hey, check your glove box in your car, and I do, and there's an uncashed check. Sick. <laughs> So there have been, man. I'm telling y'all, nothing is too small or too big for God. Put your, put your your trust and your strength in Him, and He will He will sort it out. Yeah, I think along with put like putting your trust in God is letting go of your ego and pride. Mm. Oof! There like as that'll do it, folks. Like as an independent person, 
like it's very hard for me to ask people hey I need help with this because it's like I don't want to be a burden to people and that's just my mindset I'm sometimes it's like you said it Danny sometimes you think that your small problems are like too small and you're like why would God bother like to even help me with those but it's Mm -hmm. like I just think there's such a big burden and it's like I don't like to burden people it's an inconvenience like maybe you should go help everybody else I'll figure this out on my own and then if I don't you know you can just say I told you so we're, we're good mm-hmm. mm. that's real though it is a lot of times a pride and ego thing especially when you're I think sin wise for me when I'm struggling with the same sin I want to just believe that I have already conquered it by myself and then it happens again and I'm like Oof! I'm not gonna go to God with this guy because I've been struggling with it for too long. Like I, like, I already told God I got this covered. I can't, <laughs> I can't like walk back there again. We've and had be this. Like, so God, actually, <laughs> remember when I lied to you? Especially, you have like a whole crying fit with God. You're like, God, I'm done with this. Thank you so much for helping me. Yeah. And then like a month later, you're like, oof, hate this. It's like yep. you're like you're like God. I'm so hungry, and like He like gives you like one meal. And you're like, oh, I'm so full now. I don't need you, God. I can feed myself, and then. You know, next meal comes, you're like, oh my god, I'm hungry again. <laughs> and God's <laughs> and, like, yeah, and God's I like, know. Yeah, I have the food, you want it? And we're like, maybe I don't have this all by myself, you know? Mm. Like, it's it's that constant battle of the ego of, like, God does something for you, and then you want to, like, take and, like, think you did that yourself. Ooh. Like, like God's yeah. giving me, no joke, God's giving me, like, three jobs now, and every time I'm like, oh, I'm so good at getting jobs, like, I'm so, like, <laughs> I'm such a good, like, interviewee, like, I interview so, and I'm so, every time it's literally, like, no, God's just giving me jobs. Yeah. He wants to take care of me, and that's nothing of my own doing. Yeah, because he could easily take them all away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's literally me being the youth leader here. Sometimes I get, you know, prideful and think that I'm just good at whatever it is that I'm doing. And then literally you guys, like the youth leaders, will be like, hey, so this really obvious yet really important thing you completely missed, you should try again. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, maybe it is just literally the Holy Spirit that lets me be able to do this. Yeah, yeah. nothing to do with it. But, I mean, jumping off of, off of the last statement about, like, pride, I think... When, when it comes to, when it comes, like, sin and stuff, there's an equal, like, amount of pride and also shame that goes with it. Mm. So, like, for me, I don't as much have pride about overcoming sin. I more have a lot of shame when I haven't overcome the sin. Mm. And so if I commit a particular sin that, like, I've, you know, been struggling with for a long time or whatever, I just will not talk to God for a day or two because mm. I'm too, you know embarrassed or that's so real for people in ministry too people yeah. who are like church just any christian really you, yeah. know, you you try to hold yourself to a higher standard that like when you don't meet up to it you feel like you've somehow like failed like god or failed like what you're supposed to be doing but i, I think that like shame really is just like if it, it is like bounces off of ego a lot and that like you're shameful because your ego is harmed because you felt you could go over yourself but then you can't and so then that brings shame because you know you're you weren't able to do it yourself so I, I think they're really tied together but that's a good point yeah we should, we should probably hop off of the subject because we're going to be talking about this as a whole podcast in like a week or two oh really uh, yeah <laughs> yikes alright All right. <laughs> moving on um oh 1 Corinthians 10 13 through 14 
You want to read that again in the Amplified? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm reading in the Amplified. I will always read in the Amplified. Sometimes the, the message. message. I'm a worship leader, can you tell? <laughs> uh, what did I say, 13 through 14? Okay. No temptation, regardless of its source, has overtaken or enticed you that is not common to human experience, nor is any temptation unusual or beyond human resistance. But God is faithful to his word. He is compassionate and trustworthy, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But along with the temptation, he has in the past and is now and will always provide the way out as well so that you will be able to endure it. Full stop. Yeah, that was that was just thirteen. Mm-hmm. That was <gasps> did I not read fourteen? No, I'm so sorry, friends. Uh, I don't, I don't know. <gasps> yeah, yeah, I did not read fourteen. Therefore, my beloved, run, keep far, far away from any sort of idolatry, and that includes loving anything more than God or participating in anything that leads to sin and enslaves the soul. Oof. Oof. <laughs> I want to dive right into that that second verse, but we the should 14? probably start go, with go, go fourteen. We'll go backwards. Go fourteen. I mean, that's just. Participating in anything that leads to sin and, and enslaves the soul. I mean, like everything. Everything. Like everything, everything that we deal with. Our nowadays. culture Social as young people is, is to like stand or simp over something. Yeah. And that's literally <laughs> idolatry. Never, yeah, I never like, thought we would say simp in this podcast. <laughs> oh, you've got yeah. a big storm coming. <laughs> but but I mean yeah, I mean that's it's really just so like on the nose. It's like. Like, you can't, like, God, like, gives you a way out of temptation, but he's also like, yeah, I will give you the way out of temptation, but you gotta stop letting yourself get tempted. Yeah. Like, like, you think of, like, idolatry and, like, the old-fashioned, like, worshiping, worshiping a giant a statue, like, yeah. worshiping a cow or something, like, <laughs> like, that's idolatry in your mind. But it's literally TikTok. But it can literally be, like, watching <laughs> TikTok, <laughs> instead of, like, watching TikTok instead of reading your Bible. Everyone like, took a big, deep idolatry. breath. <laughs> Everyone was like, uh, Yeah, we're all TikTok. <laughs> Combined three hours a day on TikTok, but I mean that's a form of idolatry. Is is if it either leads you to sin or like I think like brings you away from something that God wants to be doing. Like if you like are watching TikTok for three hours a day, but you don't read your Bible like at all, I would consider TikTok an idol. I think yeah. it's anything that you consistently put over encountering God's presence. Yeah, and yeah. that's a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, and some of the things are just can be forced like on you from society like work work in school like you know you imagine a full school day you're at school eight hours a day and then you have after like three after school day activities and you have homework, homework when you get home and all of a sudden it's you're 10 like PM. society and has chores. overtaken my life with this and it's like i don't have time but it's not like an idol that like you've willingly like chosen it's not like something that you've done wrong but it's still something that like that's you just taking up all your time yeah. instead of you know God, and that's why it's so important to like make time for God, even if it's just like something small. Yeah, even if it's really just like watching the woman in devotional on an Instagram or following a couple Christian TikTokers. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a shameless plug. That was a pretty shameless plug. That was a shameless plug. Really shameless. Yeah, that was a shameless plug. Real life dot sc. Or like following a couple Christian TikTok accounts mm-hmm. and spending some time on there, and like. If something resonates with you, looking it up in your Bible and reading a couple verses. It doesn't have to be this, like, two-hour expenditure that you're spending reading your yeah. Bible and worshiping. Not at all. It could be as easy as five minutes. It could be as easy as on the bus. Or getting to a class a little bit early and reading your Bible for three minutes. Mm-hmm. It right. doesn't have to be that. I think a lot of times us Christians feel like we have to set aside 
an eon of time. Like, yeah, like I need to have like a five hour worship experience at my house every day. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm not in my Bible. I don't have the time. But really God is saying like literally any time is fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, January first of the year, you know you read like sixteen Bible chapters. January second <laughs> you read like eight and then January third you do nothing. Right. Yeah. And then it's like the rest of the year you're just like, Oh man, like how did that not work out? How was I not just able to start reading like <laughs> four hours of the Bible a day? I don't understand. It's a it, it's a process, but also you can't fall into the trap of comparing yourself to other people. Oof, comparison is the thief right. of joy. Right. As you as you were talking about, like it doesn't have to be anything big. I was reminded of the story um, in in the New Testament where Jesus went to the temple on Sunday or, or whatever, and um, all of the wealthy religious people were giving tons and tons and tons of money mm-hmm. and this poor woman came up and gave um what is equivalent to like two pennies and jesus said that she gave more than everyone else combined because that's all that she had so really you you can't compare yourself saying that like oh you don't have any time because you're a student you have extracurriculars and homework and all that stuff whereas me i literally work at a church so it's my job to spend hours, hours praying and reading the Bible. So you can't compare it to like someone like me because your circumstances are different, right? Mm-hmm. You can make five minutes and have that be more meaningful than me spending eight hours in my office doing it because it depends on what your heart is. Yeah. And I think, I think that goes back to relying on God a little bit in that like, you know, you have to rely that in those five minutes, like God's still going to be able to like speak to you. Mm-hmm. Like, and meet you where you're at. Like a lot of times we put like qualifiers. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. like we don't really get God to speak to like me unless I get like an hour into worship or like I get like two hours into my Bible. That's when it like God really starts speaking to me. Like, no, like you got to rely like on God to give you the things you need in the time that you have. And it's like, that's like what, what you're saying, Danny, about like you can't compare yourself because each person's situation is different, but God is willing to meet everyone right where they are. He's not... He doesn't have like a blanket standard like it's not like you know chapter one verse one says you must spend two hours a day in your bible like yeah like he tried that out that was you know the law and then obviously we're, we as humans are not good at following the law and he yeah. sent his son jesus to die on the cross as a bridge so that we can meet god wherever we are and i think that's why you can't compare yourself because god is meeting everyone no matter how much or how little time they will spend right and don't and don't put god in a box Mm-hmm. and say that he can't accomplish what he needs to in your life yeah. during X amount of minutes. As long as you're listening and open. Yeah. Not to just tell a story about everything. That's kind of what I do. But I remember a time um, in youth when there was a big debate going on with the with the guy that was in charge at the time because at the time, like, youth got done at 8 o'clock, our service, and he kept on insisting that we go over 8 o'clock because we need to have time at the altar for kids to pray and do all that stuff. And it was becoming an issue because parents were getting upset that their kids weren't getting home on time. And and he felt like if we got done at 8 o'clock, we were putting a limit on what God could do because we didn't give him a whole bunch of time. Really, thinking along those lines is putting God into a box by telling him that he's not able to do what he needs to do in an Before amount of time. Block. Yeah. yeah, and really, it, and honestly, not to dig too deep into it, but that's a lack of faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To try to put limits on God saying, well, we feel like it can't be this or that, but God is so much more um, limitless than we are. Yeah. Yeah. So, little things can be impactful. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Small amounts of time. And and the way you uh, you say that that God is so much more uh, limitless than us. Um, I'm a bit of a, a a nerd when it comes to studying the Bible. I like to dive into like the Greek translations, and um, when it says in verse 13, it says He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. And and what like what the Greek original Greek is saying is that like you're not going to be temp- tempted beyond anything else that mankind like that word used in other places refers to mankind or humankind as a whole. So when you, when you say that like God is so much more limitless than us, he's saying that like you're never going to experience anything beyond what you can handle as a person with a limit. But like he is there above that, limitless, able to you know always help us through it. I guess, and I was just like. Parallel, I drew right then. Yeah, that's all I had to say. Yeah. Okay. We, we, we it was just confusing, there. but I think I'm good now. <laughs> yeah. I, I always think about it like, um, like we exist inside of a box, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like every, like all the the universe, everything that exists—space, time, matter, whatever—all exists inside of this three-dimensional box. Mm-hmm. But God exists outside of that, so He's not defined by the limits of that box. Yeah, I guess is how. And how He I sets it. the limits for the box. He made the box. Like he cre- yeah, I was gonna say yeah. He created the box. He put mm-hmm. the things in the box. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just jump to that TikTok song. What TikTok? The box. <laughs> I don't know that TikTok. Yeah. I don't either. We're uh, on such different sides. <laughs> well, um, I made it to Brick Talk today, but that's besides the point. Mm. So right. besides the point. <laughs> Back to. Um, so, the next section of my notes, um, oh, my computer just went to sleep as soon as I was reading. Mine, too. Um, so, I have, what does it look like in each of our lives to rely on God? But we already have talked about that so much, but maybe we can talk <laughs> about it again. Anyone? Don't. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't do. move. We've I mean, literally yeah, already really, talked about I this. I was yeah. really all just trying to be like, how do I not repeat myself? Well, yeah. right okay, now. so I'll go to the next section. I'll go to the next section. Is everyone good with that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay, all right. So the next part I have is, through God, all things are possible. And then I have, are they? And what does this mean? And I think, ooh, what headspace was I in when I wrote this? <gasps> I know. Okay. So a lot of times we say, like, God can do all things, all things are possible. And that is very, very true. But I think sometimes as Christians, we pray for God to do things that are not in his will or desire. And that is how we put this kind of cap on God. So, like, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, oh, so, like, if you have a, so say how to party tomorrow. And the weather's like, it's going to rain. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to schedule this party and believe that God will make it not rain. And then I'm like, I'm praying all night, God, don't make it rain. Like, all things are possible through you. And then the next day it rains. That doesn't mean that God could have made it not. Like, God still had the power to make it not rain, but it wasn't in his will or desire. And I feel like we have to, when we're praying for these things from God, we also have to say, like, God, your will needs to be done, though. And I hope I am walking in your will and in your spirit to understand that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's where prayer, like the other side of prayer comes in. You know, mm-hmm. prayer is supposed to be a discussion between, you know, you and God. And so like a lot of times you can be like the first part of that discussion where you're like, 
God, I really want this party tomorrow. I really want it not to rain. I know you can make it not rain. And, like, I believe this can happen, so, like, make it not rain. And then, you know, you just, like, put it on your headphones or put it in your earplugs or whatever. And he's like, yeah, don't schedule that party for tomorrow. You're not, <laughs> not supposed to be having parties. And then, like, you still do it, and then it doesn't happen. And you're like, God, I thought all things were possible through you. But you, you missed out on that second part of the conversation where he's like, yeah, but but that's not what I want to happen. Like, that's not what I have planned for you. But but if you're walking in what he has planned for you, then you know, the things that can happen for you are you know, beyond really what you can imagine. Mm-hmm. I think there are just times that we pray to God, like, all things are possible as long as you do it my way, that mm-hmm. it benefits me, that it benefits the people around me. Yeah. Like, you're, like, praying, God, please don't make it rain, please don't make it rain. As far as you know, the grass needs water, you know? The earth yeah. needs water yeah. to, to produce everything that lives. It's like, no, but God's like, hey, listen, I'm the ultimate weatherman. It's going to rain tomorrow. Yeah. Stop trying to make this party happen. I'm not having a party tomorrow. <laughs> I feel like that needs to be said. I have work. It's a Monday. I am not having a party tomorrow. Yeah, recording this on a Sunday. So. <laughs> but, but that's good. You know, like, you can ask for something that, like, yes, it might be possible but like you can't see like what that would like what is happening maybe enabling something so much greater than for God's like plan than what you're asking for and And, and, no you can go ahead and that's why it is so important like you said earlier to listen like God wants relationship with us and a relationship is not you talking to him constantly and never hearing anything from him relationship is a back and forth and it relies on trust. You have to trust him. Mm-hmm. And you sometimes during your like quiet times with God, he might just tell you to be silent, like and listen. And that's important. I think that's just also very hard to just stay silent and listen to God because as soon as God says something, you're like, no, but I think it should be this way. Mm-hmm. Or no, that's not really what I want to hear. Like, what? Are you, why are you saying this to me right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've been quiet over there in the corner, Mister. Yeah, <laughs> I've been I've been reflecting a lot on that. Um, all things are possible through God, according to His will. I think where where the church runs into problems a lot of times is that sometimes God's will is for us to go through something that is challenging, mm-hmm. because. It's through the something that's challenging that we are going to be forced to do things that we wouldn't normally do. We're going to be forced to, to look at things in ways that we wouldn't normally do it, and we're going to have to rely on God in ways that we haven't done before. Mm-hmm. And it's uncomfortable, it's it's challenging, and it's difficult, but it's exactly what we need to have happen. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times in the church, we pray for God to deliver us from difficult situations, and then we struggle in our faith when that doesn't happen and it's it's because it was never god's will for him to zap us out of the difficult situations Mm -hmm. um you know and i am i don't claim to be a prophet or speak on behalf of the lord or anything but i i really don't think it's a you guys got nervous when i said that (laughs) see it on your face like what is he about to say (laughs) um but like the whole global pandemic that's going on right now like i don't think that that god caused covid to happen but i also don't think it's an accident that he just hasn't zapped it away yet 
Mm-hmm. You know, of course, it's not God's will that people suffer. It's not God's will that people get sick and die. But it's it's been through these difficult situations where church buildings have been shut down. The church hasn't been able to do what it normally does, that we've had to be uncomfortable, that the church has had to do things that we wouldn't normally do, has had to connect with people in ways that we don't normally. We're having to lean on God in ways that we wouldn't normally have to do and and exactly yeah all of the all of the the um what's the word i'm looking for all of the um habits and 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 ritual of getting up going to church every sunday listening to some songs that we think are too loud or that we don't like because they're not the same kind of music that we listened to when we got saved listening to a sermon that is you know, that we think is okay, but we really don't want pastor to go longer than 45 minutes because we have lunch plans or whatever at a restaurant that doesn't close at one o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now because the whole world has shut down, we're having to do things differently. And I think it's opened up the doors for God to work in people's lives in, mm-hmm. in ways that, that we would not have let him originally. So all things are possible through God. But you have to have faith that just because God isn't doing what you want him to do or he isn't answering your prayer the way that you want him to doesn't mean that your faith is bad. It doesn't mean that God isn't faithful. Mm-hmm. It just means that what you're praying for might not be what his will is. And if you're consistently praying for something and it doesn't happen, you need to evaluate if that really is what you need to be praying for. And honestly, don't misinterpret me here. Sometimes it is. Sometimes the timing isn't right. And you need to continue to pray. And God honors faith over time. But point being, you got to make sure that you're in your word. you got to make sure that you're in prayer. you got to make sure that you're allowing your spirit to be lined up with the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. Because it's when you align yourself with God through spending time in his word and spending time in prayer and in worship that... The things that you pray for are more what his will is because he's filling your spirit with his spirit. And a lot of times, too, I think we had um, some missionaries here today, and the woman that was here, her name was Donna. Delp. Yeah, it was Donna yeah. Delp. She was talking about how her husband died a couple years ago, and she was really, really, I don't want to say questioning God, but a little bit questioning God, like, why is this happening? What is happening? And she said that she had a really hard time looking down at what was happening. So looking at all the problems, looking at all the heartache she had and not and like wishing to go back to her normal. She's like, I want to go back to my normal. But a lot of times God is trying to create a new normal that's going to be better. And not that your old normal wasn't good. Not that the way we lived before wasn't good, but. I feel like we have to trust that God is going to make this new normal that's going to be better. And it's very hard to think about that because in my mind, this new normal is wearing a mask everywhere. And I hate wearing a mask, like hate it. But God's, what God can do is so much more vast than we can even try to comprehend. Mm -hmm. So I think things won't go back to the way they were. Like things are going to be fundamentally different now, but God, this new normal that God is going to give us, I think could be way better than what we had before mm. in more ways than one. Yeah. And we have to let ourselves be uncomfortable because the more we try to force going back to the old normal, like honestly, 
God will let us. Mm-hmm. If we insist on doing what we did before, at some point he's going to, you know, to honor our choice. But it's going to fail. Yeah. Correct. We're going to be missing out on what God We're going to be miserable. Us. Yeah. Working so hard, like going against the grain. Working so hard to go backward. Not only that, but you're going to be questioning God. God, why'd you let this go back to the way it was? But it's like, no. God's going to be like, remember when I gave you an out and you didn't take it because you were too stubborn? Your ego, your pride. You didn't want to have faith in me. You just wanted to listen to your own voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah like he gave us a new path, and we're like, ah, I like the old one. Let me just, yeah. let me just walk it some more. Yeah, and the new path obviously wasn't working. Like, so much is going wrong. Mm-hmm. It wasn't working. Yep. When things don't work, you fix them. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, friends. I think that's going to be it for this first episode of Real Talk. How are we feeling? Are we feeling good in it? Yeah, I'm feeling good. I tell you what, Ruby does not talk very much. <laughs> At all. But when, <laughs> but when she does talk, it is straight heat. Mm-hmm. Heat. Like, <laughs> don't know how that happens. I really like don't. Every time, like, every time she says something, I, like, shift my position in the chair and face palm. <laughs> <laughs> I was not, I was yeah. not emotional. Everything going through that. my mind for the last few minutes just, like, uh, blown up. Wrecked. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're going to end the podcast here. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening. Here's a shameless plug, spoiler warning. Um, follow us on all our socials, reallife.sc, on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. SC stands for student church, in case you're thinking it's SE or whatever. SC. Reallife.sc. Yeah. Yeah, if you go to our Instagram, <laughs> you can uh, visit the link in the bio, and that'll take you to right. a link tree with um, all of our uh, social medias, um, and also our website, reallifestudentchurch.org. You can find everything off there, including this podcast and all our social medias. And make sure to share this podcast with your friends. Listen to it together. Love each other. Have some time of fellowship. Yeah, we'll see you guys uh, next week. <laughs>